This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey everyone, my name's Chris Lambert. On this channel, we talk Kanye West. And today we're talking this Instagram post from GLC that's his perspective on Ye as a father, really speaking up and defending Ye. And GLC is somebody that has like a deep knowledge of Kanye. Because when I say that GLC is one of like the OGs, I'm not saying he was like, you know, there in the the 2000s, right? In the making of the college dropout, he was. But I'm saying he was there with Ye in like grade school. That's the kind of thing. Like he grew up in Chicago with Ye. They were part of the go-getters together. Like you probably know him from Spaceship and from Drive Slow, right? GLC does features on there. But he is like huge in terms of uh, someone that has been very important to Kanye from the get-go. There's this great article by Sean Sotaro, or Sotero from Complex, the story behind Kanye West's 90 Chicago rap group, The Go-Getters, which GLC was a part of, and yay, of course, like early yay. Uh, so you get like the whole story here as it's like yay, Timmy G, Aerostar, and GLC. So if you want to have a little bit more of this background of the Chicago era of yay, where The Go-Getters was really like the first time that Ye was starting to get recognized, not as a producer, but as an artist. They were kind of starting to pop off in Chicago. And then things like went a little topsy-turvy. But Ye ended up, you know, heading out to New York. GLC ended up on college dropouts. And the rest is history after that. But this is a this is a great article, just really getting into some of the history of <laughs> the go-getters, right? This album coming out July 6, 1999 right? John Monopoly was repping them. There are these great photos. So definitely go and read this article if you do nothing else, but we're going to get into the Instagram post here. So GLC posting this photo of Yay with the fam. And he goes, uh, Kanye West is the ultimate father. He fights for the betterment of his children. I understand that we all have our vices and issues, but would you like a dude in and out uh, the rehab in the midst of your children? He aims to have his kids at church and form a relationship. I think that might be talking about an issues, but would you like a dude in and out of rehab in the midst of your children? I think that's maybe referring to Pete, right? Uh, he aims to have his kids at church and form a relationship with God. He doesn't want his little girl on social media with makeup on, singing about how she's in love with an emo girl, referring to... Uh, just a couple TikToks. Like there have been multiple TikToks where North has had makeup on in the TikTok, but there was one where she was singing along to these lyrics about being in love with an emo girl, which is pretty obvious. I don't know why I'm trying to contextualize it, but it was the most recent one that Ye was uh, like pretty fired up about. Is he wrong for aiming to prevent the sexualizing of his children in a place where pedophiles dwell? Which, yeah. Uh, is he wrong for founding a school to ensure his children have the best education possible over having them attend a school based on popularity? Sierra Canyon, which I saw that people were like complaining on social media that Ye like outed where North went to school. But I know 
since like 2018 that North has gone to Sierra. Like it was something that was just kind of talked about. There were photos of her in the school uniform. It's one of the most popular schools for celebrity kids. It's also where like LeBron James's kids go. And uh, when they mention like a school based on popularity, that's what he's talking about. Like Sierra Canyon's kind of legendary in that area. And yay, as we know, like bought a school last year. Though the one like question I have is like, what are the teachers like? Like the Donda Doves basketball team, right, is part of this school, but their teachers are like going with them. They have kind of like these tutors that are teaching to the curriculum that needs to happen for the basketball players to graduate. But I don't know. They're not getting a, a classroom education in the traditional way, right? And we did a video showing the the location of the school, but there hasn't, as far as I'm aware, been an update on any re renovations to the school, if any classes have started in the school, what's going on with the school, but Ye did buy a school. I'm sure it's with the intention of being a place where his kids can go and get like an education that he feels is appropriate. It's kind of like a, a billionaire form of homeschool, <laughs> right? Instead of just having the kids at home, it's like, well, we're going to have them in school, but we're going to own the school like it's it's our school uh so he has turned down deals that would provide that would it provide the best outcome for his children's futures with that i'm not sure i have like maybe that's getting into the contract maybe that's getting into a lot of the the good music stuff uh like umg like with his masters that's not going to his kids futures right so he could have made these deals for a lot of money up front but he wants to have his kids be able to have uh, ownership of the masters to be getting this money for not just years to come, but decades to come an entire lifetime, like setting up the family for generations. So maybe it's getting into the music stuff or maybe some of the fashion stuff that we just don't know about, but he bought a home close to them to make sure he was present in their lives. This is the house that he bought. That's across the street from the uh, Hidden Hills home where he and Kim used to live and that a lot of people have been like, oh, he bought the house across the street. No, that's a terrible thing to do. <laughs> like you hear GLC talk about it. And that's the thing. Almost everything that GLC has named throughout this post sounds very reasonable and something that you're like, yeah, that that seems fair. That seems fine. I understand where that's coming from. I'm not angry at that. But when the media like dramatizes it when especially when like yay initially does it or talks about it there can be a like tone to how he's talking about it like how he talks about not liking north on tiktok some people just don't like the tone rather than the argument itself they might agree with the argument but because it's kanye because there's headlines about it they're suddenly up in arms thinking that it's this aggressive thing he's off the they just start throwing out negative remarks towards him where if it was like some other celebrity, if John Legend's saying the same thing, they're probably like, oh, that's very reasonable. <laughs> uh, you know, like if Harry Styles is saying like, we shouldn't let eight-year-olds on TikTok, I'm sure you'd have all these 15-year-old people being like, you know what? That's very smart, Harry Styles. <laughs> like, great job, Harry Styles. Uh, you have headlines being like, Harry Styles, like showing leadership, where with its yay, it's just like, is he controlling everyone and everything? <laughs> You know, so like as GLC presents these things, they all seem very reasonable 
and it puts a different spin on it, right? It gives it some distance for it being like a yay headline in the controversy that comes with anything that he does. And you're just like, no, nah, this is this is reasonable. Like he wants to buy a house to be close to his kids. Is that that wild? But when people have the context of he's been like posting to Instagram about Kim and now he's buying this house. Oh my goodness. Eh. Um his life revolves around them and the way he loves them. Believe it or not, but the presence of a father and father figures plays a pivotal role in the outcome of their children's future. Ye is a hashtag super dad. Through these eyes I've seen don't fall for these uh, those that aim to bring him down. The way he is being portrayed in the media is disheartening on many levels, especially when it comes to our own people aiming to bring him down. So he's calling out like the media portrayal. And this is somebody else. There's usually a dichotomy between how people view Kanye when they only see the headlines, don't really know him. And they get this idea of the man from the headlines as being like very intense. And like he himself with the all caps and <laughs> some of the posts, you could be like, oh, he is intense, right? He's still the same guy that yelled like houseway. He's still the same guy that has like argued and yelled. But you see some of these videos and he's usually very like thoughtful, very calm as he addresses people. But then you read the headline, you read the quotes and that can dramatize it a lot more. But these people that are behind the scenes, that interact with Kanye a lot, who know him very well, almost always talk about him being like humble, thoughtful, uh, quiet and measured. And it's a different perception of the man himself versus the headline, right? Or even like a quick video that he posts or a comment that he posts on social media. Because as much as people like to take us to tasks or judge us by the things that we say and do on social media, really those posts are a quick snapshot of an entire individual that can usually be better or worse than who they appear to be on social media. And if somebody seems like they're a jerk on social media by like the tone, like, and we're not just talking celebrities here, but just random people that you encounter on social media, you might meet them in real life and be like, oh, this person's wonderful. And the tone, yeah, it's just how they talk. Or somebody might be this like advocates and say all the right things. And then you find out that they're just like, a raging asshole behind the scenes who's entitled and demeaning it's just hard to judge people just by social media just by a single tweet just by a single instagram post and we do it all the time because we're often hoping people are better than they are or wanting somebody to be awful and just looking for the ways in which to tear them down so <sighs> media doesn't help either right? All the headlines they write, they want clicks. They're not trying to inform us. They don't feel their journalistic duty and responsibility. Like they want clicks. They want controversy. They're going to pick out the most salacious thing. And we're, I wouldn't say to the same degree, like just as bad, like when we post titles for YouTube videos, we often have to think about it. What is going to like get clicks what's going to get the headlines right i made a video the other day that was like kanye's morning routine <laughs> and that was like a small part of like a whole thing but you say like kanye's morning routine and that's something that people are going to see or we might focus on a controversial aspect for a headline and i try to tone it down right when i was 
talking about the Pete's text messages to Kanye. The headline was just Pete text yay or Pete text Kanye. But there was a far more dramatic headline that I could have gone with that plenty of other media outlets went with, right? Man, it's such a a wild world out there and it affects our presentation or our perceptions of individuals of celebrities which is something that we don't often second guess and i'm telling this to you you're probably a kanye fan like rooting for him who's aware of this but think about it in terms of other people right don't just say like yeah i get this and i'm not somebody that like judges kanye just on this like i'm on the good side of things i'm smarter than these other people think about the way in which you do this to other people right who aren't kanye who might be other celebrities that you might have a a grudge towards or feel negative about just from headlines that you've seen or just random people on twitter or instagram that you've had fights with or on reddit right just because of a single thing and you think they're an awful human being just expand your awareness of the humanity of people and who they seem to be on social media from just an individual post and just try to have a step back and more compassion and hope for the best in them and they're not as annoying as they may seem seem or not as like volatile like there's usually dimensions there i don't know why i went on this long rant about this but anyway um Okay, Uh, to our own people aiming to bring him down, it makes me wonder, would the headlines read the same if he wasn't a black man in America? Yeah, (laughs) you have to wonder. Like, Given American society and the way in which American society has had such a controversial uh, relationship with non-white races in this country for so long, and systemic racism that we know is still very active in this country in the world at large like that's a fair question and one that glc is the first to ask this like if this was any other celebrity like a white celebrity right would this be happening uh this is known as meritorious manumission (laughs) like uh i think back to uh, like we're I was watching the Trevor Noah speech again today and he mentions like Eminem and Eminem's early lyrics about Kim. And if you're not familiar with early Eminem, like right out the gate Eminem and some of his song lyrics and songs about Kim, like his ex-wife or wife and then ex-wife, that shit was wild, like wild. You think the easy video is intense? No, no. Like early Eminem was intense and it was controversial like there were government officials that were like wanting to ban eminem from being played like there was a big push for it but there was also a lot of understanding a lot of patience and when you hear trevor noah talking about eminem he's just like you know eminem was uh, dramatic in this way but we just knew that was eminem right kind of washing away a lot of the controversy and just like admitting that eminem's eminem and it just makes you think like, yeah, Eminem did a lot of wild stuff. And it was a different, like literally like, a different century when Eminem got going, right? In the late 90s into the early 2000s. But you you, you wonder, right? If Ye was doing the same thing, then would he have even made it 
out alive in terms of like having a career and now there's all this pressure like dropping on him but like i don't know man i don't know eminem got like a pass and yay has never had lyrics as controversial as eminem has never had like videos as intense as eminem and yet people are treating him as if he's candy man right <laughs> okay um this is known as meritorious manumission, meritorious manumission. Black leaders are those black leaders who sell us out for personal gain from those that they deem as superior men. Uh, they're also known as sycophants. He, <laughs> so like GLC is getting real, right? He's like trying to shine some light on who Kanye is, contextualizing some of the recent things and be like, are these that bad? And then calling out the media and society and culture and even calling out like black leaders who sell us out for personal gain and saying like, this is a thing people do. Like they will say like, I will step on my like fellow people to get ahead and end up putting them down because I get further and that's all that matters, man. Uh, Ye went to the White House and got over 3,000 nonviolent drug conspiracy offenders released from prison under the First Step Act so they may have a chance at redemption. And the First Step Act was something that was on the table for a minute and it was something that it seemed like, uh, why am I blanking on Ivanka Trump's husband? Oh my God, <laughs> uh, whatever her husband's name is, he was wanting to pass the First Step Act, but Congress wasn't really for it and Trump was on the fence for it. And it was like, is it Jared? I don't know, but he met with Ye and then in the aftermath of that, Ye came to the White House and was pushing for Trump to sign the First Step Act. And it was like the two of them kind of teaming up for as much as people like give yay shit for his relationship with Ivanka and with what the fuck is her husband's name? Uh, him, you still have this thing that came out of it that they kind of pushed Trump to sign this bill and it did something right. And it was a bill that was on the table for a while, didn't have momentum and then got Trump to sign it into law when even, uh, the little creepy dude that was the attorney general, I think for a little while, wasn't going to sign it or was against it. Right. Because, you know, reasons anyway, um, first step back. So they may have a chance at redemption. He has also built factories and created a workforce for the first Adidas made on American soil in 19 years. That was really important to Kanye. He wanted, uh, American made Yeezys. And that's something that they did. They were making them in Cody. I don't know if they still are. It seems like Ye kind of pulled everything out of Wyoming that he was doing there. But I wonder if they're still doing some Yeezys in America. Uh, along with many philanthropic endeavors, this should be included in the headlines along with his great deeds towards the lives of his children. You never really hear about the, the good things, like a compilation of the things that Ye did that is good. But people still mention the Taylor Swift thing. They still mention like all these negative moments, but they don't really focus on any of the behind the scenes good things. Ye is a hero who has made great contributions to humanity as a whole. We should lift him up in his time of need. He is my brother and I love him. Stand with Ye. Like, wow. Like that is something like some strong words. In the game, we made that video. The game came out swinging as well with a strong defense of Kanye. And we scroll down and you have a bunch of people uh 
like showing some support uh where deray davis right who does uh some of the voices <laughs> on college dropout and late registration uh and who is in the genius documentary like we have the the video of him in the car kind of reacting to hearing through the wire for the first time uh and then yes jules here so yes jules you may remember from 2018, she was seen with Kanye a lot, and it seemed like she was managing him, or at least part of what he was doing uh, a lot at the time, and kind of running some social media stuff. I actually think she's the one responsible for us getting the Kanye follow on Twitter. It seemed like it was an initiative on her part to have Ye following more fan accounts. So I like I've I think I've been clear about this in the past i don't know if it was like kanye himself that hit the follow button on our accounts or, or maybe he was after yes jules was like hey you should follow these guys or if it was yes jules like in like on kanye's account that followed us but uh she was around a lot in 2018 especially the second half and end of 2018 and she was also like somebody that was involved early on in uh shake's career before I think they had a, a little bit of a falling out, but she's been in the hip hop world a lot and was known as a, a party planner and event planner. And so uh, the last I think we saw of her and Kanye was this Uganda trip. So this was an article it kind of showed like when Ye went to Africa, went to Uganda, Yes Jules was part of organizing that. And then there's that whole uh, untold story of maybe yay being held hostage and yes jules being held hostage and some of the drama that unfolded behind the scenes but you know she's moved on in the aftermath like yay's moved on in the aftermath but it still seems like yes jules has like uh, positive feelings towards kanye so here like needless to say bizarre mission to uganda which bizarre that's unnecessary but is being organized in part by a snapchat star and hip-hop enthusiast who throws party for a living we're told a publicist for someone called yes jules tells us that wes admired the way she organized his infamous wyoming album release party yeah so all that like the outdoor album release for yay which i think you can watch the video on it on youtube yes jules organized that as well which those parties looked fun as hell. Like I, I wish I got to go, but she also commented on this, writing a, a paragraph saying he also put a homeless man he met on the street in Chicago through rehab, and brought that man's and bought that man's family a house. Right? That's not insignificant. Like paid for this man's rehab, bought his family a house, paid for the rebuilding of dormitories for an orphanage in Uganda, and has accomplished many more deeds for communities outside of his own that he never speaks on because he is simply always focused on what problems he can solve next. Praying for him always as a prayer for him is a prayer for us all. So another like big endorsement for just these things that have like people who are with him behind the scenes have witnessed in terms of kindness and compassion. You don't see any of the people that know him being like, oh yes, I think Ye is dangerous. Like we should like worry about Kim's safety. It's just outside people that are often like putting on a lot of their own fears and experiences onto the situation, which is hard for anyone not to do, right? But <laughs> you don't see the same uh, energy for people that know Kanye as you have from people who don't know him and only know the headlines, only read this from a distance. So 
this video is a lot longer than I expected it to de to to, de to be, but I hope it was at least informative. I hope it was at least interesting. And if you made it this far, thank you. You know, you're a, you're a, a patient person, but that's it for this video. Until next time, stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers.